Well, we have entered some sort of a weird dystopian time in the United States. I watched on the news yesterday as Rudy Giuliani turned himself in uh, under intense pressure and prosecution uh, in the case of Donald Trump. He's 79 years old, you guys, and he was indicted last week along with Trump and 17 other individuals. And uh, they're saying that they participated in a wide ranging conspiracy to subvert the will of the voters after the Republican president, Donald Trump, lost to Joe Biden in November of 2020. Guys, this is a political witch hunt. It tells us a lot about the state of our union. And yet in the midst of all this, God's word remains the same. I'm going to talk a little bit about the headlines today, and we're going to do a little bit of of a dive into the book of James. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, let's just keep talking about the news for a second, because I every time I turn on the news, which really isn't that often anymore, I am I, I, I'm, I'm just shocked and flabbergasted. I mean, this is a political witch hunt from sunup to sundown. And like I told you guys yesterday, I'm not really a big fan of any of the people that are running for president of the United States right now. At least I don't see one that I'm like, yes, that's the guy. Uh, But I will tell you that I I think, you know, just the fact that Trump has decided he's not going to go to the presidential debates, which aired yesterday evening. And I'll talk about those more tomorrow. I just think it's it's fascinating to me this time that we're living in. And as I told you yesterday, and I want you to hang on to your hat, because I think that the presidential elections coming up in 2024, I mean, barring something extraordinary, I think we're going to see chaos in America. I, I think we've, we're literally just being set up for chaos right now in our elections, chaos in the country. And we see this in what can only be described as a political witch hunt to make sure that Donald Trump is not allowed to run for president. Giuliani is accused of spearheading Trump's efforts to compel state lawmakers in Georgia and other closely contested states to illegally appoint electoral college electors favorable to Trump. Bond for Giuliani, who was released after booking, like the other defendants, was set at $150,000. Other high-profile defendants who also surrendered on Wednesday included Jenna Ellis, an attorney who prosecutors say was involved in efforts to convince state lawmakers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors and lawyer Sidney Powell. Listen, I, I, you know, Georgia, as you guys know, was one of several key states that Trump lost by a narrow margin. And I don't think I'm alone in being the only person who watched Joe Biden limp around as a so-called contender for the White House and not campaign at all. And whenever he did come out, it was with a face diaper on. And when he does talk, he's he's incoherent. He's difficult to understand. It's very confusing for most of us who watch this, you know, watch the election cycle to think that that guy won the White House legally. And I don't think it's wrong for us to go, my goodness, you know, maybe we should maybe we should be looking a little more carefully at mail in ballots. I was in Uh, Colorado, as you guys know, last week, and I saw a bumper sticker in Colorado Springs at a coffee shop, and it said there are four four ways to ensure uh, safe and legal and reputable elections. To do a uh, an ID check for people to vote in person, to use paper ballots, 
and to not use the mail anymore for voting. And I thought, boy, that's that's really true. And it was interesting. If you guys get a chance to listen to what Rudy Giuliani said when he turned himself in. Listen, I don't know Rudy Giuliani. I really hope he wasn't, uh, you know, involved in what they say he was involved in. But I got to tell you, our country's in trouble and we need to pray for the nation. Uh, something's going on. And I, I don't I've never seen anything like this in in all my life. And I know you guys haven't either. I've been thinking about the the way that we speak lately and how our words can bring hope or they can bring hurt. They can bring healing or they can make a situation worse. And in the book of James, we're told about the power of our tongue and why it's so important that we control our tongue. This is one of my huge beefs with President Trump. He doesn't know how to control his tongue. He doesn't. Even now, I mean, a lot of things that he says, I'm just like, wow, dude, you know, read the room. (laughs) So obviously, you know, what we say and who we say it to, the Bible says in Proverbs that right words spoken in the right time are like apples of gold in a silver setting. In other words, you can say the right thing, but if you say it at the wrong time, then the thing that you said isn't going to be received the way that you hoped that it would be received. Women, we learn this, right? When we're young wives and our husbands come home after a long day at work and we've been trapped at home with little people all day long. And when he walks in the door, we just, you know, we want to unload all the things, all the words that we've been saving up all day. And I don't know about you guys, but I, you know, when I was a young wife, I got a lot of, you know, upside down and desperate looks from my husband who really just needed 15 minutes by himself to sort of collect his thoughts and then to sort of rejoin the family around the dinner table or whatever it was. Right words spoken in the right time are like apples of gold in the silver setting. This is really important politically. This is really important in marriages. This is really important in our relationships with our coworkers and with our children. We need to learn to control our tongues. And if we ever needed a a case study in what happens when we speak out of turn or we are careless with what we say, and I have been careless with what I have said before, but right now we're watching it have real world uh, responses as we're watching the Democrat Party really try to take down Donald Trump. And like I said, you know, if he wins the primary, you know, I'll vote for him. But I don't think he's going to be my pick in the primary this year, largely because when he ran the first time, he said that he was going to be so presidential. He was just going to be absolutely presidential. But at the end of the day, he, he made people angry. You have to be willing to work with people. You cannot set yourself up to have never done any wrong. I'd like to see a little bit of humility, but, you know, I guess that's a, a topic for another day. But on the other side of this coin, you guys, my heart goes out to this guy. I am praying for him. I hope that you will pray for him, too. And we're learning what happens uh, when we don't control the things we say. Look what James said in James chapter three. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church for we you teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Have you ever said something, whether even if it was innocuous, maybe you said, oh yeah, I'll volunteer for that thing, but you didn't think it through. And the second those words tumbled out of your mouth, you're like, oh shoot, fire. This isn't a good week for me to do that. Or I shouldn't have said that. Or I didn't think it through. Or maybe you said something that you didn't mean to be hurtful. But as soon as it, those words crossed your lips, you knew, oh, that was the wrong thing to say. He's saying if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and we could control ourselves in every other way. 
And so we know right off the bat in James chapter three that the things that we say carry great weight with them and the responsibility of learning to control what we say because it really is difficult. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. By now, you guys know my grave concern for the future of our country that is basically at risk because our public high schools and our universities are pushing communism and socialism as if they were beneficial to the nation. If you want to teach your students how to defend the history of this country, we've got a great opportunity for you. You can learn from a teacher who has founded a college that rivals the Ivy Leagues, an activist who has fought to protect religious freedom, and a lawyer who's argued before the Supreme Court and won. Michael Ferris brings his knowledge and expertise working within the American political and legal systems right into your home in a brand new 30-week course designed for high school students. The lectures are packed with personal stories and thoughtful questions from the seasoned expert, and your students will form a thoughtful stance on the American ideals this country was founded upon and leave with the tools to defend that stance. Pre-enroll by August 15th with the promo code HEIDI to participate in live Q&As with Mike Ferris. Remember, there are co-op and single household options available. This is fully online and it's self-paced. Content for the fall semester releases August 3rd and Unit 1 is available for free when you create an account at lumen.com. That's L-U-M. I-N-N.com. And don't forget, use the coupon code HEIDI15, that's H-E-I-D-I-1-5, by August 15th to save 15%. It really is difficult. Verse 3, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go. And even though the winds are strong, and in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. I'm just gonna let that sit. Moment of silence. What comes to your mind? When you hear that, it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. The tongue can set your whole life on fire. It can set your whole life on fire. And certainly we're seeing that happen right now. We're seeing it play out in our churches. We're seeing it play out in the news. We're seeing it play out politically. And it says it can do that because it is set on fire by hell itself. The Bible teaches us that we have an adversary and his entire goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to bring division. He comes to bring death. And we are seeing division now that is being made worse every single day because we can't control what we say on the internet. We cannot control what we say on social media. We say things we would not normally say. And uh, in fact, I was you know, frustrated the other day. I'll just be honest with you guys. <laughs> I was frustrated. I am very rarely 
on Facebook anymore. I, I tend to be a little bit more on Instagram. Facebook has just squashed my reach to the point where it's it's almost meaningless for me to even try and post there because they don't let anybody see it. And it's called shadow banning and it's absolutely real. But I posted a warning about what Father Fauci, the high priest of the Branch Covidians, is up to right now. And he's trying to get the mainstream media to be all freaked out because after all, the Rona might get you and all this stuff. And so I said, hey, guys, be careful. And what are you going to do differently next time? Well, this person commented, and it was funny that I saw it because I typically don't go back in and read the comments. A wise friend of mine told me a long time ago that if I want to ever be successful on social media, the key is to say what you know you need to say and then just walk away and ignore the people in the comment section. But this person said, boy, Heidi, you really need to be careful what you say. You need to be, you know, temper your words. Seems to me like you're just stirring the pot. And I thought, who is this person? So I went and looked at his or her page. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. And uh, he was obviously doing at many points on his own social media page what he was accusing me of doing. And I'm telling you what, you guys, I had to just, I had to really temper my speech. Because I was so frustrated that this person who was doing the same thing that I was accusing, he was accusing me of, was on his page and then he was coming over to social media and trying to cast a disparaging light on what I was trying to say. And then I realized as I kind of stepped back a little bit, man, we are just not kind people on the internet. As a general rule, I mean, I, I realize that, th- that there are some of us that are, you know, some of some that are got a handle on it and they're pretty you know pretty kind you see people sharing good things but generally there's a lot of tearing people down there's a lot of political garbage uh the people in canada don't have to worry about it very much since the communist authorities in in the country of canada are basically shutting down free speech they won't even let the the canadians uh, watch what they don't want them to watch anymore because they've essentially entered into a state of fascism there but i want us to think about today what we say when we're on the internet and I'll think about it too. Okay. So I'm not, this is not me, you know, just uh, preaching to preach. This is me sort of preaching to myself. So if this isn't of interest to you, go ahead and just turn this off. I'm just going to keep preaching to myself because this is something that I'm constantly needing to ask the Lord for help in because like many of you, I have set my life on fire (laughs) with a careless word where I engaged in gossip when the Bible clearly says, do not do that. In verse seven of James chapter three, it says people can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses us who have been made in the image of God. Look at how much the Lord hates it when we treat each other with unkindness. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this isn't right. Does a spring of of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or grapevines produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. Verse 13, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. Doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, Don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. I spoke on this just a couple of days ago to my women's Bible study community at the Faith That Speaks 
uh, Facebook page. I was doing a live teaching there. And I said, man, if this doesn't describe the world we live in right now, I don't know what does. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Selfish ambition. We got a lot of it in the United States right now. And the Bible says whenever you see it, you're also going to see disorder and evil of every kind. And I think that that phrase right there, disorder and evil of every kind, is how I feel about where our nation is headed, about where our world is going. And the Bible offers an antidote to it. And this is what it is. In verse 17, James writes, but the wisdom from above is first of all, pure. It's also peace loving, gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. And so as we move into this time, uh, you know, and, and the, the elections are coming up and you guys know me, I'm very concerned about what's happening in our country. I'm concerned about what's happening uh, in the state of Washington. I'm concerned about what's happening in our local elections. So many things. And God is saying, come to me for wisdom before you open your mouth, because we, we recognize now that uh, the tongue is nearly impossible to tame. So before we open our mouth, before we take a step, before we say something on social media, and again, I'm just talking to myself right now. So if you guys want to just close your ears, if, if you think, nope, I got this all figured out. I'm not having any trouble with my tongue. I don't have any trouble with the things I say to my neighbor or with my husband or with my wife or with my children or my coworkers or my pastor or my friends at church. I got it buttoned up. If that's you, uh, let me know how that, let me know how you did that. <laughs> For the rest of us, I think we issue a challenge coming into the fall. Uh, we're almost all the way through August now. Fall is right around the corner. Kids are going back to school. And our kids need to see that we are men and women who live lives that are worthy of following, living lives that are worthy of imitation. And we do that by constantly being in the word of God. We do that by washing ourselves in the word and by worshiping the Lord. And if you're having a hard time, I just want to encourage you, uh, turn on the, the worship music. Allow your heart and your mind to be filled with what you know is good. Whatever is good, whatever's right, whatever's lovely, whatever's of good repute, let your mind dwell on these things and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And so if you need peace in these troubled times, and and I don't think it means that we bury our head in the sand. I don't think it means that we stop paying attention to what's going on or we stop being concerned, but our lives should be marked as the children of God by peace that passes understanding. If you're watching this on Rumble today or on YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing my Be Happy shirt because I had a doctor's appointment in Portland, Oregon, and I went in thinking to myself, I want to watch what I say and I want to be an ambassador of Christ, someone whose life is worthy of imitation. And the apostles have been have say this all throughout scripture and their lives were lives that were worthy of following. Did they do everything right? No, but God looks at the heart. The Bible says that man looks at the outside, but the Lord is interested in the heart. So let's take a moment today, even as the headlines come uh, careening down around us, it's going to be interesting to see what the pundits say about the presidential debates and about uh, Donald Trump's conversation with Tucker Carlson. We need wisdom. 
We need it now more than we have ever needed it. We need to cry out for wisdom. We need to recognize that apart from God's wisdom, we're not going to be able to figure this thing out and then wait and see what God will do. Guys, I appreciate you listening and uh, for leaving reviews for the show wherever you can at iTunes in particular. Thank you for writing in to me. If you have a question that you would like to have addressed here at the show, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Also, I want to thank you for visiting our sponsors. The sponsors that are on this broadcast make this the show uh, possible to come to you five days a week. It's a pretty big undertaking. And those sponsors are helping us do what God's called us to do. So thank you guys for doing that. You can also support this ministry by simply going to HeidiStJohn.com and clicking on support. We appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic day. Love your people well. Control that tongue. Let's do it. Let's uh, work on it together. And I'll see you right back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.